interesting find there that was barbara streisand uh doing life on mars and then the first one was um and i guess it was a it, it was a composed like it was it, that was the first one was composed by nine inch nails i think it's a soundtrack to a film let me double check again <laughs> yeah yeah actually i can I, I i used to host karaoke and um I did musical theater, so I've had I've actually had voice training. I've I've had I've had vocal lessons. Yeah, I can I can I can I can belt one out once in a while when I feel if it's in the right range, um, you know. Um, okay, welcome everybody. Um, there's 14 of you here right now, and I I want to give a James Casbolt update. Uh, probably not going to do a, a a long broadcast, um, but I know that you're here. Um, info create. Uh, I, I have to, I feel bad because, um, I, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but I'm, I'm glad that you're here right now. Um, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Nice to see you. Okay. So James Caswell, um, the last, I guess at least it was earlier this week I did, um, you know, we looked at, I did an analysis of one of James Caswell's, um, I guess first interview at that location, but it was not his first interview with uh, Miles Johnston, and it was very interesting, right? I kind of, I kind of like looking into uh, 
James Caswell. And um, there were some things that happened in the chat. Uh, for example, I had um, a person in the chat. Nice to meet you too, Debbie. Um, I, I, there was a person in the chat that um, that was uh, said that they heard that James Casbolt was um, living with his partner and that it, it, meaning his fiance and that um, and his daughter. And then I said, well, where did you where did you get that you know information? And they said Holly Baglio. Okay, and Holly's here today. And um, Holly did, um, we did have a conversation. We talked on the phone and she did give me some information um, that Carmen, and I, I, didn't, I didn't realize, cause I'm friends with Carmen on Facebook. Carmen is actually um, James Caswell's fiance, all right? But she lives in the United States and he lives in the UK. And um, I don't, I don't think they've had any communication to my knowledge. Uh, is that correct, Holly? Um, I, 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 I never ever said that commander was with children or fiance. Okay, so, so, so she said, she never said it, right? Um, okay, all right, so, so, and then we talked about that, but she did say that if he's in the UK, and this, this is logical, if he's been released from prison and he's in the UK, he probably is on parole and he cannot come to the United States, uh, you know, and also because of the fact that his crime um, involves social media, that maybe he's been banned from that too. You know, one would only think that, you know, if you've done something, you know, like revenge porn or something like that, that you would not be allowed to be, maybe even YouTube would be off the table, right? anything. I'm not, I'm not sure how the law works on that, but that's probably it. Um, Holly, you know, did correspond. And I know she's talked about this. If you guys follow Holly's channel, um, you know, she, she did. And I, and I have seen, I think you showed me a photo uh, or you showed me a, a screenshot of the letters or some of the letters. I know I've seen it, Holly. I'm pretty sure it was between you and I um, about some of the symbols that he responded with in by mail and everything to you. And he mentions the Maitreya, which, uh, or the Maitreya group. And the Maitreya group, I, I haven't, honestly, before today, I haven't really um, researched them yet, but apparently they have something to do with um, UFOs. So Holly did say that she kind of thought maybe if he was hiding out, that he might be hiding out with those people. But that again, is just simply a speculation. Like, a, like maybe he is, maybe there's a connection there. Um, and that, and that, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much all. Okay. Um, as I'm talking, I want to bring up, like I also, and I, and, and this would be info create. Okay. Info create. Um, I know. I know your other profile name on uh, on on uh, Facebook, and I I will unblock you. Actually, I got I got spooked a little bit yesterday or the other day. Um, yeah, thank you, Holly. Um, look, there are multiple things happening for me right now, and it's it's not just the um, James Casbolt UFO world. I got other stuff going on. Um, and I, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later because like, I know you're tuned in to listen to James Casbolt 
not not hear the details of my targeted harassment and which is <laughs> spellcasting me okay <laughs> you know what like that's not that's not what this shows i know isn't that weird i can't believe i mean you know you say witches to some people and they think that it's just like you know tv like a fantasy like it's just you know like halloween and you know a witch is going on their broomstick you know i mean literally there are people like that they have no um they don't believe anything they don't believe in anything spiritual and so if you say yeah you know there's people who claim to be witches that are making threats to me and they're like oh that's nothing that's that doesn't mean anything but you know uh, a lot of us that are in this in our world we realize that it does mean something and even if like like i've even heard that we like as a person you shouldn't hold bad thoughts in about somebody in your head even because that is like putting a curse on somebody you know it's like it's like wishing somebody uh ill fortune is um is is an is an is a negative energy in and of itself whether or not you're you know working with stones and you know circles and stars and whatever you know it it it, it all is right okay it's been going on with you too debbie yeah it's a, a lot a lot a lot of things are really going down right now um Okay, so, so I was put in a group and some of the people that were in the group on Facebook, and, and I really appreciate you info create showing me these, um, uh, the, these photos because another thing that I, I'm kind of all over the place, but stay with me. Another thing that I brought up um, on the show was um, James Casbolt made some claims and he would say, oh, you know, Miles has that. I've showed Miles that photo and stuff like this. And one of them was about, how um, Max Spears shot him in the head, okay, right? And that he was regenerated. Um, and um, he said that he had a photo of the vehicle, which is a Mini Cooper, which happens to be my favorite car. That's my dream car, Mini Cooper. And it had on the license plate 0007. And I said, okay, where, where, where does anybody know where those photos, those photos are at? And lo and behold, I want to thank InfoCreate for um, bringing those photos to me. So shout out to InfoCreate. It's a quantum effect when, when having someone in your thoughts. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Okay, I get that. Mm -hmm. Because like when they're making threats to you, doesn't it seem like they're in your thoughts? Like they're in your head and you're unsettled. And so it's almost like the fact that they said it um, you know, makes you feel, I don't know, frightened, right? Okay, so I'm going to, oh, okay. I guess maybe I didn't send them to myself. I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to just show you the, um, the photos are basically here in, in like, it's what you're seeing. Like, if you looked at the thumbnail of this video, it's basically the videos. So, um, I'm going to share the screen here and just kind of go to my thumbnail and then I'll just sort of, I'll just enlarge those photos for you because they're all um, complete. Can you guys see that? Okay. Okay. Let me um, expand this and expand this. Okay. Let me see how that looks there. Okay. 
So this is the um, the the license plate 007 SBC. All right, so that is accurate. That exists. That this photo does exist. This is James showing his what happened to his head. Okay, it almost looks like the bullet grazed him and went up that way, right? But this is the um, I guess this is like after like. I, I believe like if he's showing this to you, he's showing his, his, him healing from it. The, um, them fixing it. Okay. And then this right here is the bashed out window. And you can see the glass here. So I guess if now I'm assuming you're thinking, okay, if he was shot in the head and the glass is broken this way, right, in the passenger door, then you would think that James must have been sitting in the passenger seat and Max was in the driver's seat, right? Okay. So there's that. James was driving. Okay, then that, so that's the problem. Like, okay, so if, so, so was Max outside of the car? Like, because if, if the if the passenger window is open, okay. If the if the windshield wound up on the outside of the car on the roof, then the point of impact would be inside the car, I would imagine. Max wasn't there, but see, in in the story, it th this is like. Okay, she says it's a lie. Oh, okay, wow. So we're having we're we're having a so because in the you know in the video, I guess I could go back and bring up the video and try to find that spot, but. In in the confet in what he said on stage, he said that Max shot him in the head, and that and and, and maybe I should find it. Darn it! No, James said at the barge speak Max was sitting next to him and pointed the pistol upwards towards James' head. Okay. That's what I thought he said. That's what I thought. I thought that they were both in the car. Max's altar was. Evening all. Thermal Mermaid says Max, uh, James, is, uh, James is a liar. Okay, it, you know, honestly, it's it's really hard because look. That window could have, let's look at it again. 
let's 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 look at it again <laughs> but we're talking okay okay let's let's enlarge it <clears throat> this is what apparently is where the flesh wound was it makes me think of monty python it's just a flesh wound um i'm fine it's just a flesh wound all right um uh, now i don't know i mean it you'd have to believe him in order to believe that that was a gunshot I mean, if you used your rational mind, right? And you said, okay, like, look, we just looked at the Amber Heard trial and we just saw like she had whatever was happening, you know, a cut on her lip and she had some bruising around her eyes. Hold on a second. I gotta double check and see what that test is about. Okay. Got it. Um, so, so that, that just looks like a minor, you know, either it's something that's healing or it's minor. Like how long was this? You know, it would be different if we had photos of his head shot. And when you think about someone being shot in the head, let's think about what happened to JFK. All right. And what his head looked like and how, you know, there would be damage in the back of the head that you would, that the bullet would have gone all the way through. This, this looks like as if something might have like, like he's got like right here, he has um, a little thing. He has something going on. It's not even bruised really. All right. So I don't know how, like there's something going on. Look, look, looks like there's something happening in this hairline up here. Right. I mean, this could have been a vandalism happening here. This could have been somebody coming in and bashing out the window. You know, if it was a gunshot, would it have taken out the entire window? You know, it, like, like, and, and, and the only thing I can think of, the fact that this window is broken, he, either Max is sitting in the driver's seat and James is in the passenger seat and he shoots him and James would have to probably be facing towards him in a conversation for him to shoot him and then you think about how the bullet would not only go through his head but it would also have to go through his head and then out the window in order to take the entire window out right i mean Okay, hold on, you guys. I'm going to have to um, make a quick phone call here. I'm, I'm getting um, something happening in, in just a minute. Hold on. I'm going to um, play another. I'm going to play another song for you um, while you are waiting. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm actually getting a. I'm getting some cannabis oil delivered, and so everything's happening at once. Let me. Um, Go back to uh, playing something for you. Hold on. I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. 
talking about people, I hear them whisper. You won't believe it, they think we're loving. Kept undercover, I just ignore it. But they keep saying we laugh just a little too loud. came into my head because it, it just seems like there's so many rumors flying around right now. I was like, let's give them something to talk about. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. LOL shot in the head and regenerated LOL. See, yeah. I'm going to need to see timestamps for everyone's claims. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to come back. I, you know, I, I feel like this is a, a, a shorter, it's going to be a shorter live stream today. Um, maybe I, I wonder if I can find it. Maybe I can find the, the time stamp stamp. Angel a Pavlov's corn dog. Yeah. He's a superhuman off council. Silly me. I'm busting chops. I mean, it, it's going to, I honestly, it is there in the video and um, I'll try to find it here in a, in a second. I'll, I'll bring up that video and see if I can locate that part in it. Let me see. Uh, let me go to my YouTube channel and um See if I can bring this up. Where are my videos? Wait, this is my history. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Okay, here's the video. Okay, so let me um, take it back to the interview. And I think, I think it's somewhere in here. Oh. Okay, there's another thing where he's talking about Miles and, and having something. Okay, hold on. Let's go back. Okay. Let's see, did I do that right? Okay, hold on. start like there's a while that goes on and then he starts talking about max and sarah like here what's this here um to different states and um 
I was, because when I was involved in the assassin, assassination campaign, I uh, took my family with me to the places where I was going, my son and my wife. And uh, the night at Sotheby's, um, we arrived there, my wife, my mother-in-law, Deborah Meyer, and uh, there was a kind of mini riot going on outside. We were pulled up in the car. There was um, riot police there. Okay. This is um, the Let's go farther. It was the... supposed to be involved with Michael, Dr. Michael Aquino in the NSA. Um, he lives on a place called Russian Hill near, near where our apartment. Okay, this is, this, is, this is getting close to here. It's somewhere in here. Okay, hold on. I simply just walked out and walked over to the table and um, started shooting them in the back of the head. Okay. Um, the Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go from here. So, um, it was all set up that once they got my genes, they would um, effectively make me leave the country. And my wife and I were living in San Antonio in an apartment there at the time. And um, Hank um, started to send his slaves down to infiltrate oh, our yeah. lives, his mind control slaves which would do anything for him under threat of death. Um, and first of all, how, how the events triggered, um, my mother-in-law came down and she said, our trustee, um, another banker, because um, my wife and I were living off trust at the time, I was effectively a millionaire in the country, um, said, the trustee has said that you and Haley have to split up and um, they were in control of the finances. So I had to leave and go and stay in a hotel in San Antonio. And we'd already gone to San Francisco at the time, just a few weeks before we got an apartment set up because we were moving to San Francisco. Cause I never liked Texas. It was too hot there. And um, we were, supposed to be involved with Michael, Dr. Michael Aquino in the NSA. Um, he lives on a place called Russian Hill, near, near where our apartment was in San Francisco. And um, I was, I effectively had to leave my family. I'd been separated because I had no financial clout because the trustees and bankers were in charge of our trust. So I had to leave and go to the hotel with my my wife and son traveled up to San Francisco to, um, with my mother-in-law to go up there. And, you know, I stay, I ended up staying in the hotel for a month and towards the end of it, um, you know, San Antonio is crawling with NSA operatives. Um, they approached me again and said, we want you to, um, pick up documents from Fort Sam which relate to your involvement in the US uh, UFO program. Here we go. The space program. And we want you, there's, there's photographs. Uh, Let's bring in the UFOs now. Your involvement, <laughs> there's documents, there's signatures. And uh, we want you to collect these documents from generals at Fort Sam. And then we want you to publicize these documents as proof for what you're saying. 
So um, let me look down. They delivered a car to me outside in the car park, and it was a blue Mini Cooper. Here we go. With uh, the number plate was uh, 007 SBC. And apparently, I think Miles is supposed to have a picture of this too. Miles is uh, seen the pictures. Miles publicised the pictures of that. There was an NSA sticker in the in the window, Fort, uh, Fort Meade, Maryland sticker, Department of Defense. All right, so if you guys find this picture, in, 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 or, and or Miles or whatever, you, hey, put a, put a comment. I want to I see the picture. And um, they delivered the car, and, we were, and they said, we're sending you a partner to... Uh, to go and collect these documents from Fort Sam. He itches the whole time, guys. Uh, unbelievable. Guess who turned up? Uh, Max Spears turned up, and another NSA operative, and was uh, supposed to be here today, threatening to come here, but he's not because he's a coward. And um, he turned up, and uh, we drove to base, uh, met with the generals, picked these documents up, and drove back to the hotel. And we were sitting in, um, sitting in the car, and um, we were just chatting, and he pulled out a pistol um, from his belt and just aimed it like this at me and shot me in the head. Great. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then stole the documents and walked off with them. He was living in um, he was living in tech, um, Dallas at the time, and I was down in Southern Texas in San Antonio. You know, the guy is like um, programmed by the NSA to be like my ultimate stalker. You know, um, you know the guy's got like a homosexual crush on me. Oh, and let's go back here for a second. Everywhere I've been. That's where Lauren, yep. that's where Lauren Pritchard gets it. That's where Lauren Pritchard gets saying that Max, you know, is is probably gay or he had a crush on Casbolt because he said it right there. And watch how he also rubs his lip when he says it. Um, and then stole the documents and walked off with them. He was living in. Um, he was living in. Um, Dallas at the time and I was down in southern Texas in San Antonio you know the guy is like um, programmed by the NSA to be like my ultimate stalker you know um, you know the guy's got like a homosexual crush on me and everywhere I've been in the world he it, he gets sent by the NSA to follow me there and it's been happening my whole life um, when I was in Brighton as a youngster, he was there in Brighton. Uh, when I went to Texas, he came to Texas. Like I say, he was in Dallas. I was in um, San Antonio. Uh, after all these events, I followed my wife up to San Francisco. He followed me up to San Francisco um, with his girlfriend, who was his handler. And... Um, he was he was trying to move in to my wife's apartment 
with her. He was saying um, he, the the documents included my wife's uh, monarch triggers. Uh, my wife's a presidential model uh, through Gerald Ford in uh, in Michigan, near where Kathy O'Brien lived in Muskegon, and it had all our codes on it. Okay, um, so that, which you can get to do anything much, if you got the codes. Literally um, anything. <laughs> Wow, I'm almost like I have a gray shirt on there. Am I wearing the same shirt today as I did on the show? Oh my God, I have the same shirt on. That is so wild. Um, what a coincidence. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't have my glasses though. I don't know where I put them at. So I, I don't have my cheater glasses today. Like I'm a little discombobulated, actually. Like I said, it's been I've had a weird, a weird thing. Okay, so I did I did pull the the uh, the the screenshot, I, uh, the 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 pictures up. Um, I did pull them up on my email, but better than this. So let me let me um, go to my email. Okay, let me uh, go back into my inbox here, and. Um, here they are. Okay. Individually, I want to like let's spend some more time. This is the head. This is the this is the head wound. Okay. Um This is the car. And where is the sticker at from the NSA? It I can't seem to enlarge this any bigger right here. Is that the sticker? Where's the NSA sticker? Like, didn't he mention there was an NSA sticker? Right? I don't I don't see the sticker. I mean, maybe it didn't show up in the, in, 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 like, maybe, I mean, like, want to go back and, 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 and see it again? Like, like, didn't he say there was an NSA sticker? Right? Oh, are you guys seeing that? Were you not seeing that? Sorry. Let me, let me um, go back here again. Okay, I'm looking for the NSA sticker. That does not, you know, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture of my phone and see if I can like enlarge it bigger and, um, cause I have it on my phone here. Um, let me see if I can like enlarge it to, um, change the graphics on it. I'm just trying to see that the only sticker that I can see, and it just doesn't look like an NSA sticker to me. I, I don't even, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just don't, I just don't think it is. Hold on. Uh, okay. All right. I'm going to try to see if I can, um, play with it and 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 um see it better okay let me see if i can put a filter on it 
I still can't tell. I, I still I still can't see what the, the this graphic is questionable to me and you can't tell what's uh, in the center there right i mean yeah there is a uh, a, a a car mini cooper with 007 sbc on it but that part's true apparently he has an abrasion let's go back let me go back into here. Did you see that? Okay, I'm I'm going to I'm going to You guys have some interesting things that you're saying to each other. All right, Mario says Tit and bun, tit and bum tabloid, LOL. Is apartment a euphemism for lady parts? Oh, okay. So Mario is um, responding to tit and bum tabloid. <laughs> That's a funny name. <laughs> oh. Where's the shape shifting SRA? Do not talk to Lauren if you do not want her to read your tarot cards. If you love Yeshua, then love him and leave the Jezebel spirits alone. You know what? It's interesting that you bring that up about um, Lauren Pritchard, Holly, because um, ha Lauren Pritchard, as a matter of fact, InfoCreate uh, gave me this video. Lauren Pritchard has, try has been trying stand up. And um, there is a, a video of her doing it. She probably has it on her channel. Come on, Bangs, do the right thing here. She probably has it on her channel. Uh, and it's, she opens. Okay, I remember her, like her opening line is about walking down the street and this woman called her a Luciferian. And she goes, yeah, bitch, I'm a Luciferian. And does this whole kind of thing as if like saying that she's a Luciferian. I, first of all, it was a weak, uh, in my opinion, that's a weak opening because, um, first of all, if you're, if, especially, you know, people, if you, if you, it's really hard to do jokes about um, Satanists or something. Like, I used to have jokes about Satanists in my act. And I, I brought them out once in a while. Like, I, I used to, um, you know, do, like, I, I would be talking about something and then I'd pause and then I'd go, you know, what really bugs me about Satanists, like as if it just came out of nowhere, right? And I go, first of all, I don't understand this as a religion. Like, um, it kind of defeats the point, right? I can't really remember how I how I got into it, but I I would do I go, you know, and but there must be a positive aspect to being a Satanist. One is that you always have a really great Halloween costume. Two, you would never have to confess your sins because confessing your sins would be just considered bragging. And third, it'd be really fun to invite Jehovah Witnesses into your home. And that, and that, that that's kind of like where I, I like there, it, it goes farther. But I just, by memory, I remember it being set up like that. And, um, you know, it's a weird topic to talk about. Like there's not many comics that, you know, go into that particular realm. At least they, they didn't, you know, they haven't uh, by and large. So 
when you do your first opening joke, you want to be able to like do something that's going to be relatable and that people are going to get in about 15 seconds. Because when you're doing a set, you really need to get your first laugh like right off the bat and then go, 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 go. You know, and hopefully you just keep that momentum as you're going. But it takes a long time to be a stand up. You know, it's not, you know, I, I don't know one person that just walked out, you know, and started talking and they were just hilarious because there's actually, it's actually, it's an art form. And there's certain things that you learn and you can do. Um, and then you have to understand what your audience is. Like if you're playing places in the Bible belt or whatever, or, you know, or if you're playing, um, you know, on the, on the East or the West coast, you can do different. There's, di there's a different type of, of um, mentality, a different type of demographic, a different type of lifestyle. And, um, you know, whether you're also, you might be, if, if they're upper class or middle class or low, you know, it's, there's so much involved that not everybody is going to be relatable to every group of people, even gender comes into play. So you have to like figure out how you're going to get that group of people to laugh at what you have in your, your, your toolbox. And so sometimes you have to change your setup. You have to, have to do a different approach. You got to like delete certain jokes because you know, it's not going to go over or you don't think it's going to go over. Sometimes you test one, you test one in the area and go, Oh, is that going to, am I going to go there or not? So you kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. So, my advice to you, Lauren, is do not open talking with your Luciferian joke, all right? Because people go, ooh, right? And then if you you start your set and you joke about it and you actually say, yeah, I'm a badass Luciferian, you know, yeah, and, and it, it just, I thought it was odd that she even did it because she projects this, you know, Christian, Christian persona too, but She's not. She's she's she openly admitted on um, Steve Cambion's interview of her that she is um, Christian and pagan. And that's the deal. The, those two things don't mix. <laughs> they don't mix. I know I know that, you know, in the in the in this new age spirituality connected to UFOs and super soldier and all that stuff, you try to hybrid it. We know that, you know, Constantine, when he, when he, you know, ha created um, the Christian, the Catholic church, right. And the mystery schools and put them all in one blanket that, you know, like I said before, like Catholicism crosses over to uh, voodoo. Right. But it really doesn't belong there. Like you just trans, you know, you just take certain saints and you put certain other deities in and you just gave them a different name, but you're still doing the same thing. It says it doesn't work that way. Uh, to what I understand. So, and then, you know, to have her do a bunch of videos of, I know I'm going off on Lauren Pritchard, but to, have to do a bunch of videos about revelation and the end of the world and you're running around and you're playing the stereotype, the most negative stereotype of what people think a Christian is. She's playing it. And then she goes on stage and she makes a, a joke on stage and calls herself a Luciferian or, you know, goes, yeah, I'm a Luciferian. Why? Why would a person who is um, a follower of Jesus Christ, I don't really like the word Christian really, because I think that that's even like we've created that later on. If you're following the teachings of Jesus Christ, like uh, 
one of his disciples. If you, I guess that's the thing. If you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, you're not going to be doing jokes where you're calling yourself a Luciferian. It's 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 like oil and water. That's that's what I think. She's on a journey. I am. I ain't mad. I miss the death to pee. Dophile days, but that's me. Hmm. That's an interesting comment. <laughs> For me, MK Ultra, it ruined my life. Well, okay. I guess I should go over some of the comments on the video in a way because um, Christine commented on uh, it, it, it was interesting to see who actually um, made a comment on 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 the uh, on on this video and uh, Christine Hart said a few things that I thought was kind of interesting let me see if I can pull it up pull up her comment this is the chat um there it is can you can you see that have I let me let me do a screen share on on Christine Hart's comment. Oh, this is like she changed her name again because it was Chris Hart, private detective. Now it's Crystal Chris Hart, private detective clairvoyant. She says, can you guys see this? I mean, let me enlarge it. She says, James is a mystery. I'm not sure if he wasn't Mrs. Casbolt's blood child. <clears throat> Everyone believed all he said, including me. Strange, both he and Max aren't around anymore. The two men talking about the Monarch program to a large audience. So thanks to Miles and Carrie, no one will know the truth about Monarch. And then I said, it's strange that, okay, then I replied, it's strange that both are not with us. Wonder why that is. Is there a common link or reason for this to happen to them? Max and James seem different than the others to me. Maybe it's because they were both different. Or maybe it's that first interview with Carrie Cassidy where they are together. It's like they were paired, James Caswell and Max Spears. And then she replies, I think the link is MK Ultra. They don't want it known. Max had gone on mainstream TV over here talking about it. Casbolt was the same. That is what links them both. People were listening to them talk about this subject, and they were gaining a wider and wider audience. Dave McGowan, who was talking about it, died early also. And the Dave McGowan comment, to be honest with you, struck a chord with me. The Dave, the Dave McGowan comment struck a chord with me because the one interview that I have of Max Spears was because I was reading um, inside the weird, weird scenes in the Canyon, weird scenes inside the Canyon by Dave McGowan, uh, where he talks about the um, CIA and the military's involvement with the, um, 
with uh, Frank Zappa and the Mamas and the Papas. And, you know, then it goes into the Marilyn Murners and Kenneth Anger and the whole Hollywood thing. See, that's what interested me was listening to Max talk about the entertainment business. And then when you learn that his grandfather was Percy Herbert, uh, then you start to say, okay, wait a second here. You have somebody who whose grandfather is a, is a really well-known actor, especially in England. He did a lot of movies, but he over here he did it. You know, in the United States, he was in the. Uh, I know he's in the Bridge Over River Kwai, and you know what? Let's let's look him up. I, I let, since we're since we're doing stuff. Uh, you know. Um, Vanessa just shared uh, something, some stuff about her dad on, you know what, when you look at him, you're going to see Vanessa. It's, it's uncanny, right? She really looks like her dad. Okay. So let's look at um, Percy Herbert. This is Max's dad, grandpa. Don't you recognize him? I mean, I do. I, I, I recognize him. Can't you see Vanessa in, in, in him? <laughs> I mean, I can. All right. Um, his IMBD. Let's look at it. Like, well, first of all, let's look at his, let's go to Wikipedia. Percy Herbert, uh, born July 31st, 1920 to December 6th, 1992, was an English actor. He worked predominantly from the 1950s and the 1970s and became one of the most recognizable faces in the post-war British cinema. He served in the Royal Army Ordinance, or, Ordinance Corps during Second World War oops, and spent four years in the Japanese prisoner of war camp Changi. After the war, he was helped by Dame Sybil Thorndike to secure an interview with the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, where he won a scholarship. His acting career began in theater, which include working at John Gilgood's Old Vic Company. Beginning in 1954, he went on to make nearly 70 films, often playing soldiers, most notably the Cock Cockleshill Heroes, The Bridge on the River Kwai, for which he also worked as a consultant, as well as suggesting the use of well-known Colonel Bogey March, which the prisoners whistled in the film. Sea of Sand, Tunes of Glory, The Guns of Navarone, Guns of Batasi, Tobruk and the Wild Geese, also films that he was in. However, he was equally at home in comedies, Barnacle Bill, Casino Royale, Carry On, films, One Million Years B.C., Mystery Island, Beckett, Bunny Lake is Missing, and Science Fiction, Quartermass 2, and Night of the Big Heat. So, so you know, the one interview that I did of Max, and I, I have, I have the, um, I have it here on, 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 on my channel. So you, you, it's, it's an upload. I've done it a long time ago when I was on Revolution Radio, um, and uh, I was uh, in, I was reading that book, and I wanted to uh, pick his brain about that basically. So when she talks about MK Ultra and she mentions Dave McGowan, that's an interesting coincidence for me. 
I, I, I think, I mean, if anything, if anything, whether whether you want to agree with him being shot in the head or MKO, you know, or, um, you know, whether or not there's, you know, Max shot him or they were actually super soldiers, they were doing whatever. I think that we we know MK Ultra is real. And uh it it's already there's already, I mean, just just look look into MK Ultra and you can find out that it happened. Now a lot I think they were saying, oh well, we don't do that anymore. We don't, we don't, we don't do MK Ultra anymore. Um but I believe that it I, I believe that it is real and people still are having it. And and also you have uh you know Roseanne, the comedian, coming out and saying that MK Ultra is real and that MK Ultra is all over Hollywood. I mean, look what's happening to Britney Spears. You don't you don't think she's been programmed at all? Like why is why is she why is she having such difficulty? I, I really think that that it that it that it that it is real, and um, people can have alters, and uh, you know that that I'm not I'm not I'm not going to dispute that, you know. I mean, is it possible to be MK Ultra and tell all these stories as if they're true, but at but at, at but you've actually been you're being messed with in your mind to say things to just come out and do blank blank blank. I think I think Christine has a point there, um, and also you know that Max didn't like the term super soldier. So, and he is the the, the grandson of a famous actor. It just in that sense it makes me wonder about it. MK Ultra is all over the place, seriously. MK Ultra, yeah. Okay, you know, I even know, look, I know in it because I really did work in the entertainment industry. Like, I know people like sit back and they go, Oh yeah, you're a field comedian, blah, 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 blah. I was on an NBC reality show that was a hit. And I was in the cast that made it a hit. And we were, we were living in front of the camera. It wasn't just like we were doing star search and like competing against each other. There was like life drama happening. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to, my delivery is coming. <laughs> I got to leave for a minute. Let me, I, I know that I might lose some of you. But um, I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of music. I'm going to go out and, and, and get um, and get my medicine because I need it today. And, um, and then I have a lot more to talk about with you guys. So I'm sorry to keep you on hold like this. Talk amongst yourselves. And, um, and I, will, I, I, will be, I will return to you. Promise. If I don't come back, well, then come looking for me. Okay? Now I need to go here. I usually they're not this early. So I wasn't like usually I do it in the morning and they don't come until the evening. So uh they're they're here.
Figure out.